witness, bear witness to the greatest park has ever created, the smelling sod, starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Canella. Left hook, right cross, smelling song. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Punch. You already know this is Punch Wrong Boxing, aka Mr. Moonshine himself. Ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, God bless each and every one of y'all. And of course, you already know, man, we're going through this pandemic. We're going through a tough time. Um, but we're going to overcome, y'all. We're going to overcome. My condolences go out to the people that's been affected by this coronavirus. Um, my prayers, my heart goes out to y'all. People still surviving. We bobbing, weaving this coronavirus, but we're going to beat it. We're going to knock out coronavirus. You already know we in a 12-round bout with coronavirus. And, you know, coronavirus had, you know, that good couple of rounds and stuff like that. They was getting us, but we adjusting. We're going to break it down. We're going to take coronavirus into deep waters, unfortunately. And then we're going to knock the hell out coronavirus. You, you hear me? We're going to knock out coronavirus. God damn it. <sighs> Messing everything up. People out there, jobs. Not getting money, people getting the stimulus check. The stimulus check is all wasted and stuff like that. Um, boxing, boxing, man. We missing boxing. We missing our entertainment. But of course, we spending enough time, quality time with the family and friends and loved ones, and that's the most important thing in the world. So people take advantage. Take, uh, I mean, if you're gonna see something positive about it, take advantage. Spend time with the family, with the kids, and things of that nature. Homeschooling, yo, I'm telling you, that's the future. Homeschooling. Let's get down to what we need to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, you already saw the title. This is episode five. Damn. Damn, Punch Drunk. Damn. You working hard. Of course, I got to work hard. That Damn it. I, I need some money. I ain't going to wait on stimulus check. I ain't going to wait on no unemployment check. No, 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 no. This is the best time to become an entrepreneurship. This is the best time to create. Create, ladies and gentlemen, create now. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Keith one Tom Thurman. So once when I get on that stage and I come at you, you better not duck me, son. You better not duck me, son. I'm telling you, you know the game, and I'm coming for you. I am coming for you. I will come here to Brooklyn and strip you of your title, son. Easy breezy. Keith one time Thurman. Now, now, I ain't, ain't going to call him what a lot, a lot of people want to call him now. Keith Run Tom Thurman. Keith Once Upon a Time Thurman. Keith the Derrick Rose of the boxing world Thurman. No, 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 no. Let's go back to a little bit of the, the beginning of his, of his career. Keith Run Tom Thurman knocking everybody and their mom in the first round. Oh, yes. Walter Waite. You can say the Walter Waite, the, the Walter Waite kid dynamite. You remember Mike Tyson used to knock everybody out in the first round. Well, Keith Thurman was doing the same thing. Had a great amateur background, um, great reputation and knocking everybody out, body shots, breaking ribs, Carlos Quintana, Julio Diaz, damn, Diego Chavez, Soto Carras, the highlights of, of, of Keith and Tom Thurman. But you know what? Keith and Tom Thurman came at a time where we was looking for, we, we, was, we wanted, uh, boxing needed a fresh air. You understand what I'm saying? We was coming from the floor, maybe whatever. And of course, a lot of people, of course, he's one of the best. Um, um, Manny Pacquiao, he's still doing this thing. And we're going to we're gonna talk about that. Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao things a little later on, on, on the show. But, man, Keith on Tom Thurman, this guy in the sport of boxing, of course, you know that you got to do what you got to do inside the ring, but you also got to self-promote. And Keith on Tom Thurman came with the bullshit talk. He came with a don't duck me, son. You remember don't duck me, son, with, with Paul Mananaji? You remember that? <laughs> that was the dude right there. He was the man. That fire, that determination, that 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 you you know you know when people say you gotta say it with your chest. <laughs> you remember Kevin Hart? You gotta say it with your chest. <laughs> Keith on top Thurman was saying everything on his chest. You gotta say it with your chest. 
Keith from Tom Thurman was calling out everybody in their mama. He wanted the world of boxing. He wanted everybody in the welterweight division. He was calling out Floyd Mayweather, Mia Khan, Cotto, um, Timothy Bradley. Wanted to fight uh, Andre Ward's trainer. He just wanted everything. He wanted all the smoke in the whole wide world. Damn. Keith from Tom Thurman knocking everybody out, making excitement fights, and he's talking the talk, cutting a good promo like it was WWE. And Keith from Tom Thurman eventually... You know, won the interim title versus um, Diego Chavez. Calling out Floyd Mayweather. Was the WBA mandatory for Floyd Mayweather until they lifted or elevated Floyd Mayweather to the super champion. And then politically, um, that got in the way of Keith Thurman actually trying to, I mean, that fight to come through fruition for him or whatever. But you remember when it was after the Floyd Mayweather fight and the Manny Pacquiao fight. If you listen to Jim Lampley or whatever, Jim Lampley, um, um, Roy Jones Jr., and they was talking about who is going to be the next opponent for Floyd Mayweather. Roy Jones and the, and, and, and the other correspondent, they said Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman, they were talking about Kell Brook, Keith Thurman. Because, of Lord, of course, Keith Thurman was calling out Floyd Mayweather. Remember, he wanted to burn money. Y'all want money? I'll burn money. Man, Keith Thurman just had that charisma. Just had just, he just had that fire, that fire that we missed. And especially with Floyd Mayweather, a lot of people saying that his style was boring. Of course, Floyd Mayweather had the best. Te- you could say the best technique in the sport of boxing. Probably the best technical fighter, probably ever. It's arguably technical and technical side, defensive side. But but Thurman just was bringing that heat And it was bringing excitement that was missing We we wanted that new era We wanted that new era Not saying that we didn't want Floyd Mayweather But we all, you know, the heavyweight division had Klitschko It was kind of boring Floyd Mayweather was beating people But it was kind of boring It wasn't exciting People were just tuning in for people to see him lose But he wasn't pretty boy He wasn't the pretty boy that we used to know You know, taking the risks He wasn't taking the type of risk And, you know Keith on top, Thurman was coming, just, man, that fire. To this day, you remember, and <laughs> Deontay Wilder, to this day. But the Keith on top, Thurman, to this day, man, it, whenever he gets that mic, whenever he has the chance to, to really self-promote himself, I don't believe nobody could self-promote themselves other than Tyson Fury like Keith on top, Thurman. It's, key, it's Tyson Fury and then Keith on top, Thurman after that when we're talking about the sport of boxing. Of course, Adrian Broner does. Adrian Broner, but of course, Adrian Broner does it a little bit like how Flo Mayweather did. Keith Thurman do it how Keith Thurman was doing. It was, like I said, a brand new fresh air. It was a new voice, you know? So, Keith on top Thurman eventually, like I said, in 2013, beat Diego Chavez. Um, made like four or five defenses. Um, then eventually, uh, Flo Mayweather retired. And then they elevate they elevated Keith on top Thurman as the regular... WBA champ. Matter of fact, the Super WBA champion, because of course he made them five defenses. Now in the WBA, you get the, the the super title when you make. They they used to have a rule. I don't even know if belt federations now they follow any rule. I know for sure that WBC don't follow no rules, man. They got their own rule. They got their own. I don't know what the hell WBC is doing. Mauricio Sudamon. I don't know if they make decision after drinking Don Julio and tequila. I do not know. I need to go to Mexico. Uh, I need, not the Mexico, but I need to go to the WBC convention and see how the hell they do business. It's giving belts away like they was giving out pampers. Oh, they was I mean changing pampers. They giving belts away like like they give candies in Halloween. They just hey you want the belt? Hey you like it? A green? Yes, take it. Hey you? Hey, what's your name? David Haney? You want the belt? Hey, take it for you. Good, very good. Jomon Jomon Charlo, you a very good fighter. You you want the belt? Hey, take it, take it. You are the best. I don't, you don't need to fight for the belt. Don't worry about it. Just get a green belt, and you know what? We have a beautiful shirt for you after you fight. Here's a t-shirt. It says WBC green and white, white and green, black and green. Whatever you want, I have it for you. Everybody, okay. <laughs> you know, so. Eventually, Keith on Tom Thurman, then fought Danny Swift Garcia to unify the titles. Now, when was the last time they unified the titles in the, in the Waterweight division? Of course, you know that Keith Thurman was striving to be the undisputed world title. The last, under, the, the last Waterweight undisputed title list was Zab Judah, and that was his, you know, main focus. Main focus. So, 
Keith on Tom Thurman goes into the Barclays Center, beats Denisov Garcia, and we got it. We, we can't forget before that he took back to back fights, back to back fights with Sean Porter, and then came with Denisov Garcia. Now, I'm gonna tell you like this for the people that want to debate on Bud Crawford, I want to debate on Earl Spence about what um, who's the best in the welterweight division before Keith Thurman lost to Manny Pacquiao, in my estimation, regardless if he was um injured or not. He was still the best welterweight in my in, in my estimation because he had the most accomplishment and had the better resume. We can't forget. And for the people that want to debate that, I tell you right now, look, Carlos Quintana. Who's Carlos Quintana? The first guy that ever beat Paul Williams. Probably the last dude that was feared in the sport of boxing was Paul Williams, especially in, 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 in a smaller division like the welterweight division. Paul Williams was the most feared, most avoided fighter, which he needed to move up because nobody wanted to fight him in the welterweight division. Carlos Quintana beat Paul Williams. And of course, in the second fight, of course, Paul Williams knocked, knocked, knocked his ass off. But we know Carlos Quintana was an ex-world champion. Diego Chavez was a good fighter. Matter of fact, he probably had the same, the same almost the same type of, um, you know, promotional backup steam that, you know, he's one of the guys that's going to be in the forefront in the, in the welterweight division. He was projected to be that way as well. Um, it was a tough fight. It was a good matchmaking fight by Go to Board Promotions. The matchmaker, that was a good fight. Now, if you know when you go to Board Promotions, they like to match you up. They, they want to know. I'm not saying that Keith Thurman was signed to Go to Board Promotions, but of course, the matchmaking was Golden Boy's um, promotion responsibility, and they match him up to actually compete and challenge himself. So, Carlos Quintana was a good veteran, a good challenging for Keith on Tom Thurman. Diego Chavez, two undefeated fighters at the same at the time, and, and really could go 60 40, 50 50. A lot of people might have had a 50 50, a little bit for Keith on Tom Thurman because he was known. Um, but that was not an easy fight, you know. Diego Chavez is very technically sound, he, that's not an easy fight, so um. And of course, look at Danny Garcia when he when he fought Amir Khan, when he fought Lucas Matisse. Like I said, these guys when they was met, when when they was dealing and doing business with Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotions, these guys was getting matched up to actually challenge themselves. So their resume was up to par. The fighters that Keith Tom Thurman was fighting is actually those type of fighters that you're really going to um, elevate your game, get better, sharpen up your tools, and things of that nature. And so you can see. Um, Keith Thurman resume, even when they wasn't working with Golden Boy Promotions, but then you had the you had the um, Laura, you had the Julio Diaz that had a draw with Sean Porter, so that wasn't supposed to be an easy fight like everybody thought it was going to be an easy fight. But Keith on Tampa Thurman broke his ribs, Julio Diaz ribs, and boom, he retired. Keith on Keith Thurman retired two fighters, Carlos Quintana and Diaz, two ex world champions, right? Um. So moving on forward, beating the Soto Carrasco of the world, um, beating um, Bundo, another undefeated fighter, which Earl Spence knocked out. But of course, who gave it a blueprint for doing that? Keith on Tom Thurman knocked him out, switching to Southpaw, and that's when you see the elevation of Keith on Tom Thurman switching to Southpaw, so he could knock out his opponent. Um, now he's actually you, we saw him grow. Put more tools in the toolbox now. There was two boxes at the time where I was like, you know what? Damn, they they actually going to the gym and getting better. They're becoming very unpredictable in their styles. Canelo Alvarez and Keith from Tom Thurman was two fighters where I'm like, you know what? Damn. You know, Canelo Alvarez said you Canelo Alvarez had like mud feet. He was just like a stationary fighter. And then that, then he elevated. Probably after that flow made with the fight, he elevated. Elevated, put more tools in the toolbox, and then he was a mover. Then he could move. That first triple G and Canelo fight. He showed us a lot of things, even with people, if people liked it or not, because they didn't see the quote-unquote Mexican-style fighting. But he showed his agile. He showed his ring generalship. He saw him, how he pivots, his angles, and things of that nature, man. He learned something. And that's what I saw with Keith from Tom Thurman, that he was just not a slug. He was just not throwing bombs. He was setting you up. Great feints. Um, jab. Jab to the body. Switch switch up from, on, on, from, from unorthodox southpaw. Man, he was doing a lot of stuff in that, inside that ring. If you really pay attention to the sport of boxing, you really take when he started going to the 12th round. And you got to remember this, folks. You got to remember this, folks. There was a time where a lot of people was like, yo, Keith on top Thurman, let's see if he's going to fight well when he gets those 12-round bouts or those 10th-round bouts. But Keith on top Thurman is always, and especially for every box, it's always like they're in a proven stage. The more they accomplish, the more they got to prove. It's crazy the worth. Um, 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 boxing work So 
he they get all the hype when they're young. They're unstoppable. There's this special type of fighter. And then when they reach the plateau and they become champions, now it's all of a sudden, well, he hasn't fought nobody. Well, he has to prove this. Well, I mean, that's supposed to be the talk when they're on the come up. Now when they're champions already, that's when they start critiquing them. It's cr- boxing is crazy. Boxing is crazy because all I remember was Keith on Top Thurman was a boogeyman knocking everybody out. He's the next. He's going to be the next after Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, blah, blah, blah. Then when he reached that plateau, people skip him. They want to talk about Earl Spitz. Mm. New convo. New convo, right? So I mentioned Errol Spence because at that time, um, Flo, he, when, he, when, Keith Thur- with, when Keith Thurman was calling out Floyd Mayweather, and this is, the way, this, this is when the Earl Spence and Keith Thurman thing started, um, you know, catching people's ears. But that was really Floyd Mayweather that said, if you want to fight me, beat Earl Spence first, and then you could fight me, Right? So that's when Earl Spence really came along into the conversation. Because at that time, Earl Spence was not even the top 15 welterweight of the world. If you look at the, the, the rankings back in 2000, what, 2014, 15, and things of that nature, Earl Spence, he wasn't, he only had 15 fights. He wasn't really talked about like that. He barely had, he probably only had a 10th round bout, probably one 12 round bout. I, if, if, I'm not, if I stand correctly, he only had, he only had, um, a 10-round bout. Like, he wasn't prepared for a key from Tom Thurman at that time, and especially not in the position of a key from Tom Thurman to be looking down at Earl Spence. And probably since then, you know, come, you know, in the present time, this is why Earl Spence said recently that he won't fight Keith from Tom Thurman because he never gave him a chance. But Earl Spence, at this position, he should understand where Keith Thurman was. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I know Earl Spence, if somebody's calling him right now, let's say like this kid um, that's, that's side with me with the promotions, Maurice Lee, He's calling you out, but I bet you're not looking down on him. You're like, what I got to offer? The same way that Keith Thurman was looking at you, you know? It's time and everything in the sport of boxing is timing. But a lot of people felt since Floyd Mayweather had the fans and had the the, the mass um, viewers or, you know, followers, people started looking at Spence. Yeah, then the Spence. If you hated Keith on Top Thurman because he was calling out Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, um, Vouching for Earl Spence because, of course, Floyd Mayweather wanted to sign Earl Spence to Mayweather Promotions. That ain't working. You really didn't hear too much Floyd Mayweather in, in, in the present time or after that really talk about Earl Spence. I think he was bigging him up a lot because he wanted to sign him, just like he was bigging up Michael Garcia. And you'd never really hear Floyd Mayweather talking about Michael Garcia or Earl Spence. But that's for another story. I just want to get. I just. I just want to give y'all the details. So y'all can really understand what, what, what we're talking about here. Of course, we're talking about Q from Tom Thurman. But I just. I'm setting the tables up so y'all can really in depth understand. You already know this is the smelling. Part. This is the smelling salt part. Cause I'm trying to wake y'all up. I'm trying to wake y'all up because some some people may have. Oh, Earl Spence. Um, Keith Thurman is getting Earl Spence. He's avoiding him. But I'm. I'm bringing. I'm. I want y'all to understand a lot of things in here. When it comes to um, Keith Thurman, because it seems like this is like an ongoing talk in the welterweight division, and it's like it's always a a good convo. It's always a relevant convo. I think a lot of people do pay attention to when it, when we talking about Earl Spence and Keith on Tom Thurman or Bud Crawford, because it's just like a triangle, and a lot of people just a, a lot of people gain fans by it, and and or gain interest and lost interest. Whether it's Keith on Tom Thurman, whether it's um, um Earl Spence, whether it's Bud Crawford. But let me take a little back because I'm going to lead into that talk in just the five minutes. <laughs> so, so Keith Thurman, you know, um, like I said, Danny Silva Garcia, Barkley Center, unified, um, unified the titles, WBC, WBA, and then revealed that he had a bum elbow. Now, I believe during training camp, he had a bum elbow already. Um, I think I saw in one training camp he was he was um you know hitting the pads with a with, with a with an elbow sleeve, and that's when I knew something's all right. Something is up with his elbow. But of course, we just so hyped to see the fight that we're not even we're not even paying attention to that. But of course, a lot of fighters in this sport they go through a lot. They go through a lot of adversity. They warriors, like I said, and all my videos you already know. Subscribe to the channel, the YouTube channel, Punch Run Boxing, and I always say these guys are more modern day warriors, modern day gladiators. They put their life on the line for pure entertainment. These guys are our modern day warriors and gladiators, and I want everybody to respect. 
respect respect them to the fullest it doesn't matter if you like one style better than the other you just got to understand that these men and women put their life on the line to feed their families and things of that nature so so keith thurman um and a split split decision when i think that keith thurman really really just schooled danny so garcia but that's just me that's just me, and I think a lot of people feel the same way. I think that, of course, Keith Keith time Thurman in the second half, um, especially the last four rounds, probably took his foot off the gas. But it happens when you think that you're ahead and you got a, a prestige trainer as well telling you you already got this box around. But it could have happened. He could have lost it like 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 Oscar De La Hoya when he fought Tito Trinidad. You, this is a title fight, and I think um, Keith Thurman could learn from that fight as well. Um, just like Dennis Garcia got better off that fight. So, he beat Sean Porter, of course, before Daniel Garcia. I'm, now I'm just skipping, but let me just go a little bit back. So, he beat Sean Porter, a beautiful fight, CBS, primetime. My fault. That wasn't prime. That, was that primetime? No, 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 no. That wasn't primetime. Daniel Garcia was primetime. My fault, y'all. My fault. So, he beat Sean Porter, showtime. Big fight. Big fight. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. When probably nominated as fight of the year. Top a top welterweight. Then back to back, he beat another top welterweight. Then after that, we know that Earl Spence had a fight with Kell Brook. Right? Had a fight with Kell Brook. Earl Spence went to the UK, beat him. Good. Now they both got titles, but right a month before that, Keith Thurman went under the knife. Now, Earl Spence is calling out our um, Keith from Tom Thurman, but he's injured. So, a lot of people saying he's ducking, he's ducking, or it's a fake injury, or whatever, whatever. You know how boxing works. The boxing fans are the most delusional fans in the world. So, um, people were jumping on Keith Fontaine Thurman to the point when there was the Charlo versus Lubin fight. And Keith Thurman went to um, catch the fight. People was booing him. Like, I'm like, what the hell? This guy just gave y'all two great fights and a Barkley son, y'all booing him. But, of course, people, people file, you know, people go into the wagon and believe what um, other people believe. I don't know. Um, Earl Spence was calling out a, a injured dude and people what didn't want to believe. And you could tell that Keith Thurman, even prior to the Sean Porter fight, he wasn't ha- he wasn't ha- he wasn't getting all the knockouts, you know. He didn't have that aura that people believe he once had or was gonna, you know, keep going with. Um, displaying that type of power. But I saw another side of Keith Tom Thurman. He was just a, he he just a, he just wasn't one dimensional. Remember, that's what I mean. People in the sport of boxing, people contradict themselves. They be like these the um, a fighter's only a knockout artist. I want to see how he does through adversity. I want to see how he does in a twelve round bout. Then he gives, then he gives you a twelve round bout, and now you're saying, oh, he can't knock out. Oh, he been exposed. It's just like Deontay Wilder when Deontay Wilder was knocking everybody out, and then he forced the Vern, and then he out he wanted to outbox the Vern to show people that he's just more than a than a um, then a knockout artist, and then people was like, "Oh, damn, he don't got enough power." It's like you never could satisfy the fans. So I understand when these boxers be like, "F you, the fans." I'm gonna do what I want to do. I understand that because I'm telling you, boxing fans are the most delusional fans in the sport, uh, in the sport industry, and we're the most disloyal fans in the sport industry. Um, so. I can understand the frustration. I can understand why boxers and boxing personnel will always want to tell the fans, you don't know shit, nothing about no boxing. You know nothing about no boxing. You know nothing about no boxing. I can understand that. I can understand the frustration. But Keith Thurman beats Dennis Garcia, unified title. He become the number one welterweight in a lot of people's rankings. He was like number four or five in a pound for pound list. In a pound for pound list, number four or five. He gets injured, right? Time goes by. Earl Spence is actually catching the, the 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 fire. You know what I'm saying? He's he's getting the momentum. He's getting the the looks. He's getting the recognition. But Crawford moves up from 140 to to the welterweight division. Ooh, right now we ain't even talking about Manny Pacquiao. Like Manny, the 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 Manny Pacquiao is the the the, the, the you know. They're not even putting him as pound for pound. They're not. They're not really talking about too much of Manny Pacquiao at that at that time. At that time, we think that Manny Pacquiao is on his way out, right? But he's not. And we're gonna move forward. You going? We, we we're gonna go. We're gonna get to that. So, Keith on top Thurman tried to come back after the elbow surgery. He injured his hand. 
another Derrick Rose type of move, right? <laughs> not, not, I'm not saying that that was on purpose, but of course, hey, this is the group. Gr- this is a group. This is a hard sport, y'all. And I don't understand when people be like, "Oh, he's injured again." My man, this is a hard sport. Like, this is a life or death sport. Like, people think that fighters are not supposed to hurt their hands, not supposed to hurt their elbows. Like, they don't, they're not subjected to be injured when they're having those type of trainings. I'm going to tell you like this, man. Go punch the bag. Just for the people that don't know boxing, you casuals that just look at, at, at boxers and feel like, oh, these people just get injured. Oh, my God, it's an excuse. Go fight. Come on. Just punch the heavy bag for three minutes straight. If you don't never seen, if you never done boxing or you think it's just, just, just do 10 minute workout in boxing, do the jump rope, do the pad work, do some couple of drills and let's see. Now do that for eight weeks straight at the highest level. Come on, man. This is a groom. Oh, and run your five, run your eight, run your 10 miles. Go ahead. Oh, and then get your sparring and then get hit in the face or bloody nose and do it each day. And then you tell me. Let me know how your hand feels after punching the heavy bag. And I'm only telling you three rounds. Tell me how it feels if you punch in the heavy bag for 12 to 15 rounds. Hmm? So for the people that be like, oh, and remember, Keith on top Thurman started at the age of seven, y'all. Shout out to Ben Getty and Ben Getty's family. Rest in peace, get Ben Getty. Because Ben Getty showed Keith Thurman the ropes. And Dan Birmingham, he continued the process. Shout out to Dan Birmingham. You already know, man. Um... Also trained Winky Wright, one of the legends in the sport of boxing. Dan Birmingham, a great trainer. Doing great things in the St. Pete area. Keith Thurman, Winky Wright follows suit. Good job. Always giving back to the community. Tampa, stand up. Bay Area, stand up. Just giving out a shout out. You already know, man. This is Punch Run Box. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe. Follow, follow, follow the podcast. So, um... So Keith Thurman on the shelf. Earl Spence doing his thing, knocking out Lamar Peterson. About to get that Mikey fight. You already know they did the PBC conference when they when they signed a Fox. Keith Thurman Thurman comes with a return, but then during that process of in the middle of the Danny Swift Garcia, after the Danny Swift Garcia, we saw a change. A change from Keith on Tom Thurman that even his fans and I, I must admit, even me, I question it. Because I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to keep it real. You already know I keep it real. For the people that know Punch Drunk, you know I keep it real unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. When I look at Keith on Tom Thurman, like I said, he actually like re-energized um, my, how you saying, the, the, the fan enemy of boxing. He re-energized it because I just feel like boxing was getting too way too political, getting way too boring, and the heavyweight division wasn't popping. And you know, we was we was talking about what's gonna happen after. I mean, we, we know Manny Pacquiao was late thirties, and and, and and Floyd Mayweather pushing forty, and. The legends are, are are just the Kodos is winding down. Everybody just winding down. Of course, Canelo Alvarez is doing this thing, and a lot we we see a lot of promise coming up, but we we don't know because they just in a, they just project it. They, they just have potential. We're just looking at a bunch of potential fighters, but of course the future look bright, but we don't know. So Keith and Tom Thurman was one of those guys that was the, uh, of this new era. That was in the forefront of this new era. The the Keith Thurman, the Bud Crawford, the Danny So Garcia, the Deontay Wilder, the Charlo brothers, the Demetrius Andre, the Gary Russell Jr. But the one that was the loudest was Keith on Tom Thurman. So not to mention Canelo Alvarez, the guy that was actually self-promoting himself was Keith Thurman. And like I said in the beginning. He just bring that fire. He'd be like, okay, boxing guy, we got hope. We got hope. I see something. Yo, you, this how, and I want to I wanna really, because I think people forget. People really forget about how of a monster Keith Fontaine Thurman was. But a quote or statements from Oscar De La Hoya himself said that Keith Thurman would be Triple G at one point. At one point, Paulie Malanaji and Oscar De La Hoya felt like 
Keith Thurman beats Floyd Mayweather. That's how good people was looking at Keith on top Thurman. Just let, let's remember that. Because even recently when Earl Spence said that he'll fight Floyd Mayweather, I didn't hear them say, oh, he'll beat Floyd Mayweather. I never heard the I never heard Paul Mananaji or um um Oscar De La Hoya say, yeah, Buck Crawford will beat Floyd Mayweather. Nah. It was at a time when people really thought this man was that dude. That dude was dangerous. Keith on Tom Thurman, the, the body snatcher, breaking ribs dude, is that dude, right? So let's not forget. Yeah, hey, we got YouTube. Everybody got a smartphone. Go check it out. Just look at interviews and look at what people used to say about Keith on Tom Thurman around 2014, 2013. And then, you, and then listen to the podcast again so you could be like, it's true, Punch, what you're saying. It's true. Whether I like him or hate or hate him, go back. He was the he was the boogeyman. He was that guy. So, so fast forward, he was injured, like I said. And then um Earl Spence was catching every was catching the heat, but Crawford, and everybody was talking about Keith, uh, um, Buck Crawford versus Earl Spence. Even Buck Crawford went to ESPN on first take with um Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, and they were trying to say to Buck Crawford, "Who you think is the best water? What you want next?" And he says, "Keith from Tom Thurman." They was looking at him like he was crazy. Like, what about Earl? But Earl Spence? No, Keith from Tom Thurman is the man to beat. Follow up a couple of a, co- a couple of weeks later, Earl Spence is on first take. And they asked him, what's the legacy fight? What's your legacy fight, Earl Spence? And he'd be like, I know it's a good fight or whatever, but Crawford, but Keith Thurman is the guy. So the two guys that everybody wants to see versus each other, they're, they're saying their legacy fight. And even Bomack, but Crawford's trainer, is saying that Keith Thurman is a harder fight than Earl Spence. Now, of course, um... Keith Thurman took a little too much of a while to, to, to stay on the shelf. But like I was going to say, the change in Keith Thurman, Keith Thurman changed. Changed to the point where I don't know if this is Keith or Tom Thurman. I mean, he was missing an action. He was in Nepal. He found a wife. He found the love of his life. He found a new love. And then it's like even people was, trying to, people was beginning to criticize his hunger his hunger was up to question because we didn't see that fire no more. We didn't see that Keith and Tom Thurman, don't duck me, son, fire. We missed that. Where is that guy? Where has he gone? Who kidnapped him? What happened to Keith? Keith, somebody, find him. Find him, find him Dan. Find him, Keith Sr., Thurman Sr. Where is he? That's not the guy. That is not him. Where is he? A lot of people was questioning his heart, his hunger, everything. He was doing interviews. He wasn't sounding the same. He wasn't sounding. People, saw, people were saying, what about Earl Spencer? He was like, why? Well, he was sounding too political. You know, in the sport of boxing, people don't want to sound no political. They don't want fighters to sound political. They want, they, they want them to sound like fighters. But, of course, you already know Keith Tom Thurman is with Al Heyman. Al Heyman don't have a promotional company. There's no PR. There's nobody to help these guys out, promote themselves. So, they got to do their own thing. They got to talk the political talk. And they also got to talk like fighters. And people just did it like Keith Tom Thurman talking that political talk. Even though, for me... A person that understands the business of boxing, I'm over, I, I, I'm I'm taking it in. I'm, I'm learning. I, I'm tell me the political side because we can't listen to Al Heyman. We can't even we don't we do. Is that real Al Heyman? The people that that picture in Google, we don't even know how he looks like. We don't even know how he sounds. No interviews, no nothing. You know when you go to a restaurant and and, and, and you get in a meal and you don't like the meal and you want to complain. If you can't complain to the waitress, what you want to call the manager? But right now in this situation, we can't even call the manager. Out, him and his friendly, the, the, the it's Casper, the friendly ghost in this. Even though he's doing a wonderful job with his fighters and putting money in their pocket and giving them the, the opportunity to to get paid the way they deserve to get paid, and I'm all good by that. I just don't feel like Al Heyman is like a fan favorite. I don't believe that. His job entails to care about what the fighting fans want or what type of fight the fighting fans want to see. Or I don't think that it's he doing stop. He just 
yo, I'm gonna get you the opportunity to make your money. I don't give a damn about the sport of boxing. You could do that. Y'all could do that. Y'all could worry about your legacy, but I'm not worried about your legacy. I'm just worried about putting that money in your pocket. And I think that's Al Heyman. That's Al Heyman. And if the fighters respect that, hey, it's fighters. They're the one that's putting their life on the line. I'm just saying, the challenges that's out there, I, I don't know. That's just for another conversation, y'all. But let's, let's stick to the script because at least Keith Tom Thurman actually does challenge himself. He's not, he's not like the other PBC guys. The way they run their careers, a lot of people's running their careers on eggshells. Let's keep it real. A lot of people's running their careers on eggshells. They're worrying about the O. And Keith Tom Thurman, I got an O and I ain't afraid to let it go. If you could beat me, beat me. That was Keith Tom Thurman. And if you go and fight Sean Porter... Dennis who's going to see a back-to-back is telling me that you're trying to challenge yourself. You're going to come back and find Jose Cito Lopez of a two-year layoff, a good veteran. It's not an easy fight. He came back, knocked down Jose Cito Lopez in the second round, struggled a little bit. But still, the way that Keith Thurman was talking, his mannerism was changing. He wasn't hungry. Before that fight, remember they had that little Showtime press um, um, the, the press conference during the Lubin and Charlo fight, and he was next to Earl Spence. And Keith Thurman said... That he's not as hungry as Earl Spence. And when he said that, he let Earl Spence know that? I said this is not Keith on time Thurman. Somebody please, please call. call. Oh, I got to call in Nepal. I got to know what the hell is going on in Nepal. I got to know what the hell is going on in Tokyo. Who, wifey, what's going on? Is that the guy? Dude, why you change them, wifey? Why? But that's just my feeling. I know. I don't, wanna, I, I don't like to touch on family. But... That's the way people was talking about. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to blame the wife. They were trying to blame the wife. <laughs> oh, man. But he changed, y'all. Keith Thurman changed. He's not that same guy. He's not that same guy with that fire. Now, of course, he came back and promoted the fight with Josecito Lopez. He promoted the fight with Manny Pacquiao. He's promoting his ass off. We did a wonderful job promoting his ass off with that fight. I give him all credit in the world. Manny Pacquiao was happy the way he's promoting that fight because, of course, when you're fighting the pay-per-view, you, you're getting the back end of that money, too. Keith Thurman promoted his ass off. One of the best promotional cut promos probably in this, in, in this era, not named Flo Mayweather, Adrian Broner, or Tyson Fury. Keith Thurman could promote his off. He fights the legend Manny Pacquiao, which even Manny Pacquiao was the favorite. To win that fight. Keith Thurman loses. Again, Keith Thurman in his hand. Currently has surgery. But then, Keith Thurman is doing interviews, recent interviews saying that he had weight problems. Going to 135 pounds and is actually in fat camp. And then goes up again, 130, I said 135, but 35 pounds and then come back down for the Josito fight, come back up 35 fights between the Manny Pacquiao fight, had to come right back down. And then I'm saying in my mind, this guy is not a hungry guy anymore. It's like Marvin Hagler said about the silk sheets. Going to be a millionaire, how you going to get up running miles and you got silk sheets? Now I understand, boxers, they've been doing it for a long time. We just looking at them now, but we don't see them when they're actually putting in that work in amateurs and fighting day in, day out for free. Staying in shape all year round because in the amateurs, you're just fighting like three times a week and going through a lot of tournaments. I can understand the struggle. I can understand the, the way that you, you know, um, beat up your body. I understand that. So by the time you become millionaires, you'll be like, do I really want to get punched in the face? And I got, a, I got multi, I got a bunch of money in the bank. Like, really, why do I want to need a punch in the face for what? Why, I got any, why do I need a broken nose right now? I understand. See, Keith Thurman didn't change about the skills. Now, he got all the skills in the world. His power, he got all the power in the world. I do believe that Keith Thurman and a guy like Earl Spence and a guy like Sean Porter, they, 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 they're overwelcome, like in 147 pounds. I think their body has grown out of that because everybody's having some weight problems. Errol Spence said he having a weight problem. Had to go. To, he's he's walking around 189 pounds, 90 in the last interview with with um the all the all the smoke podcast. He said he's walking around 180 plus pounds. He coming down 40 pounds just to fight. 
Keith Thurman come at Omer needed 40 pounds just to fight. How about y'all just move it to 154 pounds? I think Keith will Tom Thurman will regain the power that he once had if he just moves up and let his body actually, you know, don't stress his body up. Why stress the body? Now, if you could go walk around 180 the way you want, then you come to 154, then you just got to come down like a 20-something pounds or something. I don't, I don't know the math right now. I ain't trying to do the math, but you know what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, Keith on time, Thurman. Don't got that fight no more. He's not talking to talk on a daily basis. Not even, I'm not talking about just to promote, but he don't got that fire that he once had. He knows he don't got that same fire because in the PBC interview, he was talking about he was talking about after the Manny Pacquiao fight is finding the killer instinct once again. Now I'm gonna tell you like this, ladies and gentlemen. I question: Is Keith Thurman gonna be champion again? If is, is Keith Thurman gonna be that guy once again? And I got mixed emotions about that. I'm 50-50 on that. And I just got to be real. Like I said, I break things down unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. So my logic tells me if it takes, if, it, if, if the biggest fight of your life, the crossover fight, I'm talking about Manny Pacquiao pay-per-view. And you get all the marketing, everything. You get, you get all the investors, all the money put into this fight. And he did a great job promoting the fight. But you telling me. That you couldn't find the killer instinct to fight the legend Manny Pacquiao in front of the world pay-per-view, the best viewed boxing bout in the last year. And you couldn't find the killer instinct tells me everything I need to know. It's going to take a long time for Keith one time during to be back because mentally he probably checked out. That's what I'm thinking. Keith Thurman probably checked out, but now he's sitting in the now he got he's sitting in the, in the table that got a lot of checks to be cashed. More than ever. More money than ever. But this time all those checks is on the table, but he's not hungry. So how's he going to leave all that money on the table? That's the question. How's he going to leave all that money on the table, but now he's not hungry? He got an Earl Spence probably fight on the check on the table. He got a fight with Book Crawford on the table. He got a rematch with Book, uh, I'm Sean Paul. He got a rematch with Dennis from Garcia. Got a rematch probably with Manny Pacquiao. He could go to the 154. If he want to fight Charlie, want to fight Lara. Want to fight Adrian Broner. People talking about that fight as well. He could fight Adrian Broner. Amir Khan. He could fight Amir Khan if he wants to. And I think Amir Khan will take that fight. Now he got all that money on the table to cash in. To cash in. But he's not hungry. If it, if, like I said again, if you, cannot, if you cannot have the killer instinct, if you couldn't find the killer instinct for a fight that the whole world was going to be watching, it's logical to think that Keith Thurman would never regain the old Keith Thurman. But then I overthink things as well, ladies and gentlemen, because even in life itself, we always when we did something great, we always trying to chase what we did before. And never chase to be the better you at the present time. See, that's what greatness have. I've witnessed greatness do that. There are fighters or there are, or there are athletes that at a certain age, they want to still try to do what they used to do before. They try to eat the same way. They want to cut weight the same way. They want to work out the same way. But in reality, we are getting older. You're getting older. Keep on top term is getting older. And I think that fans have fans or people itself really are not fans of witnessing people evolve, still be effective, but in a different way. Right? We, we, we won it one time, but we could still have Keith Thurman and effective. We won the pretty boy, but Money Man was a different type of fighter. Keith Winton Thurman is actually trying to learn how to be very effective, but not straining his fists like he used to when he was just knocking everybody out and throwing all those power punches and risking it all. Now he has to be smart in the ring. He has to be smart on how to cut weight. He has to fight a different style that might not attract the fans. So he could survive and have a longer career 
and things of that nature, just like a lot of fighters or athletes. Michael Jordan, he couldn't be flying and dunking all over the place when he came back after, the, after his baseball career, <laughs> short career. He needed, he needed to adapt to his body. Manny Pacquiao, you could say he has become a smarter fighter. He actually fights smarter now that he, when he used to, he was, he was more reckless. He used to throw punches that he didn't need to throw. He would leave his chin out there and things of that nature. Manny Pacquiao now is a smarter fighter, but he's older because now he understood his body. He understand how he works out. He understood it. He's not chasing the old Manny Pacquiao. Flo Mayweather wasn't chasing to be pretty boy Floyd. Michael Jordan wasn't chasing to be the 1992 Michael Jordan. So you work on what you could do now at the best. You, if you look, for example, I'm not, I'm not 30 trying my hardest to be 20. Again, I'm 30 trying to be the best 30. And if you live your life trying to be your best 30, your best 31, your best 32, your best 33, not being 33 trying to be 28, not being 34 trying to be 27, not, 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 not regaining your, your youth, no, it's being the best 50, 40, 45, you 45 be the best 45 you could be and work out to the body that, you know, comfortably, you understand what I'm trying to say, y'all? So, I think Keith Thurman is, 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 needs, it needs to learn that. And a lot of fighters, a lot of athletes, if you want to stay great and stay and have longevity, you need to understand your body. But also push it to the limit and do not stop. Because once you stop, it's hard to begin again. Fighters nowadays, Keith Fontaine Thurman, one of them, cannot be going 35 and 40 pounds. He knows that. It shows the lack of focus, dedication to your craft, to your sport, to your profession. In a sport that boxers always say is life or death. So just like you, just like a serious is in the ring, you gotta, your preparation got to be serious. If you're going to be in this sport, come on. If you're going to be in this sport for three more years, you got to be focused and dedicated three more years whether you're in or out the ring. Just because the seriousness about this sport. And I can't be wrong about that regardless if I'm a fighter or not. It just makes logical sense. This is a sport that is life or death. A message to Keith Tom Thurman. If he's listening to the podcast, you and I know this is a sport that is life or death. If you have two, three, five more years, then damn it, you take, you take a level of focus and dedication for those three to five years. Wifey needs to understand that. Your peoples around you need to understand that. That it, you need to be hungry in the sport. Because it only takes a split second, right? Only takes a split second. And I said it in, in, in my videos in the past. If you already subscribe to the channel, like I said, subscribe to the channel, YouTube channel, Punch Run Boxing. Mike Tyson is getting back in shape. Floor me with always stay in the gym. Sugar Ray Leonard stays in the gym. Holy Sister Chavez, stay in the gym. Go check out the IG, y'all. Go check out how these, these guys are working out. Like, look at Bernard Hopkins. He's, he's 160 pounds right now, Bernard Hopkins. That means if you schedule, if you give him a contract right now, he's ready to fight. He's probably way less than, than, than Earl Spence and Keith Thurman. Oh, a lot of these boxers. That, to me, is embarrassing. Embarrassing to the level of focus and dedication that you need to have in this life or death sport. Now, I said what I said about his hunger and about the killer instinct because I'm just going by what Keith Tom Thurman said. But maybe the loss that he had with Manny Pacquiao that just happened this past summer. Great fight, wonderful fight. Manny Pacquiao. Regardless, the greatest of all time, whether you like it or not, arguably, but I see him at the greatest of all time. Be Keith on Tom Thurman. Keith on Tom Thurman, like I said, went in hurt. He said he went in hurt, went in, went in having fat camp. But maybe this loss, this loss is actually a blessing in disguise. This loss may be 
puts Keith on Tom Thurman in position, in the same position in where we grew to love and admire the fire that Keith Thurman had. You don't have to be a fan. Of, you don't have to be a fan of Keith, but if you a fighting fan, you admire the fire, the hunger of Keith on Tom Thurman. If you didn't admire his fire, you're not a fight fan. Let's keep it honest. You're just a damn hater that's that's watching, that that you just tuning into downfalls. You know those type of people that just tune into downfalls, just tune in to say you ain't nothing, just to have a bragging rights. Keith on Tom Thurman might be in the best position because it might bring that fire back. Not the skills, because you got the skills, but that fire. The don't duck me son. Now he's calling out Earl Spence. He's sending Bill Crawford send me the contract. And none of these guys, I don't see them talking right back to that. Fight him now. Now he's hungry. Now he's calling out. But also you got to stay in shape. Keith and Tom Thurman said in the same interview when he said that send the contract to Bill Crawford. He said... Keith from Tom Thurman said, um, you know, the, the guy, the, the gentleman asked him, so what are you doing now in the self-quarantine? Are you working out? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a little working out. I'll do road work whenever I, I feel like it. But the, the boxing gym is closed, so I'm, I, I can't do that much. Right there tells me once again, you're not hungry, man. How are you a professional Boxer, a millionaire boxer. Dan Birmingham got his own gym. Mother effer, man. Tell him to give you the damn keys. Open up. Close the gate. Work out, man. That You see everybody working out. You calling out Book Crawford. Book Crawford's in the gym right now, bro. What you going to start working out? Is Keith Thurman going to work out when you get the contract? Another fat camp? Maybe, maybe, I, I don't know. But this is the mixed emotions that I have with Keith One, with Keith One Tom Thurman. He talks one way, his action speaks louder than words. When is his speech going to match what he needs to do? Show me. Show us. Do it for you. How about your fans? Don't hunk wink the fans. There's going there's a lot of hook wink right now going on in the sport of boxing. Andy Ruiz still not coming to shit. What is going on with the PBC? PBC fighters coming up with the skew. Look, even Danny So Garcia. Or um if I didn't gain weight too much, I would Javante Tank Davis. Missing weight three out of his last four fights. Keith Thurman, weight problems. Earl Spence, weight problems. Saying that he was on self-destruct mode. What's going on in the PBC, y'all? What's going on? Nobody's thinking about legacy no more. Because like I said in my other videos, legacy reigns supreme, y'all. Legacy reigns supreme. A lot of people just thinking about a damn purse. If you believe in your skills, you believe that you're actually great. Or maybe the people that, maybe they just say that. Maybe they just don't believe that they're really, really great. Because if you believe that you're great and you believe you everything that what you say you are, you will strive to really have that legacy. And I'm, I'm not saying that, and I'm not talking about Keith Tom Thurman because I believe that Keith Tom Thurman has probably one of the best resume, like Sean Porter has one of the best resume in the PBC banner. Danny Silva Garcia as well. But at this age, when you're supposed to be in a prime, now you all shutting off. When your intellect actually Matt Comb exists with your physical ability, this is when it's your prime. If Canelo Alvarez, the cash cow boxing, could be in his gym and working out and still challenging, him, challenging himself, I, I, I expect everybody else to follow suit. Manny Pacquiao at the age of 41, still champion. Giving back to the community, being a senator, all the responsibility you can have in the world and still going, staying in shape. Y'all need to follow suit. If Flo Mayweather still in the gym, training and whatever, still having a six pack, y'all need to follow suit. Mike Tyson right now, 
He lost 70 pounds on the mid work. Saying that he's, he's, he want to box again and go and do some charity work. He's looking awesome. Y'all got to follow suit. Keith and Tom Thurman, for you to say that you don't got no gym right now, it's really you're faking yourself. Don't do it. Maybe he's saying it to us. Maybe he don't want people to believe that he's still that he's working out. But that right there tells me you don't got no gym. Mother effort, you're a millionaire. You got a gym. Come on, let's get ready. Get this. Be great again. Be great again. You heard Donald Trump. Be great again. Keith on time Thurman, I believe he could be great again. I believe he was already great, but I just think the hunger needs to cut, needs to match. His it needs to match. It needs to coexist with his physical abilities. And I think he could do it. Because I don't believe a lot of guys in the what's away division is it's it's not that they they way more hungrier than they lost they have lost their hunger as well. Earl Spence has lost his hunger. He said it. Dennis Garcia probably not. He actually stays in, 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 in within his shape. But Crawford is a different animal. He's a gym rat. Uh, Manny Pacquiao was a legend. So I see in the, in the What's Away Division, I see a lot. I, I could see everybody fighting each other. I could see everybody losing to one another. But I could see the What's Away Division, in my opinion, is the modern day golden era of boxing. I don't want to hear people say, oh, no, these guys don't fight each other because they do fight each other in the What's Away Division. Keith and Tom Thurman did fight Dennis O'Garcia, Sean Porter, Manny Pacquiao. Earl Spence did fight Sean Porter, Hellbrook. Dennis Garcia, vice versa. Ugas, put Ugas in the mix as well for Sean Porter. So these guys are fighting one another. And there's a stacked division, so people got to really stop being hypocr- uh, hypocrites or contradicting themselves and saying, oh, this is a stacked up division, but then just wanted to mention two fighters and Bill Crawford versus Earl Spence. Because I believe Earl Spence, or I believe Bill Crawford fights Ugas, that's a hard matchup. Bill Crawford versus Dennis Garcia, that's a hard matchup, but he could lose. Versus Sean Porter, could definitely lose. Fight Keith Thurman, could definitely lose. Vice versa, and Earl Spence, vice versa. And everybody, everybody finding each other, they could all lose and win and beat each other. I do think that if I want to see Manny Pacquiao fight anybody else, I believe that I want to see the rematch with, with Keith and Tom Thurman for the, for the strength that Keith and Tom Thurman was the super champion, lost his belt in a split decision in a close fight and one of the best fights of the year, and everybody was happy. I have not met one person that said that fight was whack. So why not? Everybody had their money's worth. I paid the pay-per-view. I haven't met one person in the sport of boxing complain about the fight. The pay-per-view, the money they spend, the action, or things of that nature. So why not see a rematch? And, you know, it got to it gotta have its morals because, of course, if Manny Pacquiao would have lost a split decision, everybody be calling for a rematch. The only reason why a lot of people ain't calling for Keith and Tom Thurman and Manny Pacquiao rematch is because Keith Thurman doesn't have a country behind him like, like Manny Pacquiao has and like other fighters have. Because if Keith, Keith and Tom Thurman had the support of his country, that would entice a fight with Manny Pacquiao. Keith on top Thurman need to do what he knows how to do. That self-promote and that stay out there. Don't be going under a rock like he usually do. It's a disservice to his brand. Or maybe Keith Thurman just doesn't want to be famous. Keith on top Thurman just want to have a chill life because he is a chill dude. He don't have a dude with a bunch of entourage or nothing like that. He ain't trying to, um, you know, be something or show off or braggadocious about what he got or things of that nature. And I think that's why but when he retires, he just wants that peace. And I'm good with that because peace is wealth. Happy is wealth. Peace is wealth. So I understand that as well. I'm not trying to want him to be nobody else but himself. But himself used to be that hungry Keith from Tom Thurman. I want him to tap into that hunger. I want, to, I want him to tap into the eye of the tiger. I want him to tap into that don't duck me, son, and you go after it. You demand that fight, and when, when you talk, you get. Just like Keith from Tom Thurman said, he said he never, he, 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 he don't, he's never gotten what he hasn't asked for. Except the Floyd Mayweather fight, right? So let's see if he gets the Earl Spence or the Buck Crawford. Let's see. Want to see that hunger again. I believe that Keith on Tom Thurman could be champion again, could unify, could probably be undisputed again, but it has to be his hunger. Because I'm going to tell you like this, ladies and gentlemen, an a, a A-plus Thurman could be all of them. 
A plus Thurman. I'm talking about 100% key full time Thurman. For me, he yes, I believe so. He could beat Earl Spence. I believe so. He could beat Bud Crawford. I believe so. He could beat Manny Pacquiao in a rematch. He already beat Sean Porter. He already beat Danny Soul Garcia. I believe it. Keith on Tom Thurman. Because that's what they talk about. If Keith Thurman of the of the fighter that fought Sean Porter returns, he's that guy. So let me know what y'all think, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all already know, man. We was talking about Keith on Tom Thurman. If there's a lot of things we could be talking about. You already know this is the hottest podcast, smelly podcast, the smelling song podcast, the best boxing podcast, the best combat podcast. Yeah, I said it, goddammit. Yes. Let me know what y'all think about Keith Tom Thurman. You already know, man. Follow, follow, follow the Smelling Salt Podcast. Also, subscribe to the channel. Punch Run Boxing. You remember, your, you, you know your truly. Mr. Moonshine. Also, donate. If you want to donate to the channel, if you want to donate to the, to, to, to the podcast, you could go to Cash App. Dollar sign Punch Drunk. Dollar sign P-U-N-S-H-D-R-U-N-K. Drunk, I could spell. I ain't Floyd. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> just joking. But also, again, stay safe. Stay safe out there, man. If you if you don't want to wear a mask, a, ma- a mask, wear the mask for other people. Just be, just just, just do what's civil. Just do what's right. We'll just do what morally right. Just do it. Just like I feel like it should be morally right for for Keith Tom Thurman to fight Manny Pacquiao for a rematch. If Manny Pacquiao doesn't retire for his next fight, I think it should be Manny Pacquiao versus Keith Tom Thurman in the Philippines in front of 55,000. Oh, yeah. Again, God first, everything second. That's the slogan. That's my life. Um, the slogan of my life. And also, man, fight plus survive equals true champions. Thanks for tuning in. Check out for the next. Like I said, follow your boy. I love y'all. Peace out. God bless and on to the next.